And what's good, everybody? It is another episode of After the Three Count, or no, Before the Three Count. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Already off to a uh, yeah, great start. A yeah. great start. <laughs> <laughs> this awesome Sunday morning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're live, pal. Yeah, that we are. <laughs> that we are. <laughs> but no, at one point we were. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, true. So it, it all works out. And, and it, it was in a different Marvel universe. <laughs> there we go. Different <laughs> universe, different place. But that was the uh, that was the OG. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, here we are with another episode of Before the Three Count. Mm-hmm. I am your boy, Osiris. Uh, I, go ahead. Oh, okay. nah, nah, I stepped on your shoes. I'll let you land. I'll let you land. Nah, nah all good. Nah, all good. Land. Nah, I'll let you land. I, I stepped on your, on your pumas. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to have a gunfight. <laughs> my pumas. Right? <laughs> and, <laughs> but, uh, I'm all over the place this morning, so please jump on in. Nah, but I am... Uh, your unnamed host, the unnamed host, uh, aka um, Domino, uh, you know, Sweet Potato Pie, uh, Ghetto Jam, you okay. know, all of that, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Well, go. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like I said, here we go. Um, an- another illustrious, crazy, wacky week in the professional uh, wrestling industry. Uh, I guess this, this, just a Jump it off. Uh, ROH at one point was, uh, you know, pretty much uh, all she wrote. They had a, a eulogy already for her, and then all of a sudden, kicks out at the two count by yeah. who? TK. Yes, yes. Um, if anything, I would say, I don't know if I'd call it a kick out at the two count or if the uh, tag partner came in to break it up. Mm, possibly. Or not even tag partner. I guess it's kind of a run in. Yeah, possibly. And uh, I have to wonder if this was like, I don't think this is the case, but I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat for a second. Okay. And uh, say this was the the master plan all along. Okay. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, what was it? It was me, Hogan? No. Um, It was me, Sting? I I don't remember. Somebody said, no, it was me all along. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but but yeah, I have to wonder if this was the master plan. Again, I don't think so. But just putting on my tinfoil hat, in, in 2017, Ring of Honor was the hottest product in the United States. Um, they had Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, all the New Japan talent. They had their partnership with New Japan, um, you know. And, and then in 2018. Tony Khan came and took all of that talent. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they had the big all-in show, which was Ring of Honor's property. Uh, yep. We'll get to that in a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, they had that big all-in show. And then next thing you know, all those Ring of Honor talents that were part of that all-in show <laughs> leave Ring of Honor. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and then all of a sudden, AEW starts up. And uh, a couple of years later, Ring of Honor seems to be going out of business. And uh, the man that kind of started all that is now buying it. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, putting on my tinfoil hat again, saying I don't think this is the case, but it's kind of fun to speculate. Maybe that was his plan all along. 
Well, how lucrative is their live uh, media library? Uh, how what? I'm sorry. Lucrative? Do you think their library is? Oh, um, I'd have to say very, uh, because of all the talents they've had for the past twenty years. Uh, AJ Styles, CM Punk, uh, Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, uh, Eddie Guerrero was there in the beginning days of Ring of Honor. Right. Uh, so you could have some footage of him. Um, I don't know how important this is to wrestling history, but Raven was a huge part of the beginning of Ring of Honor. Right. Um, you know, Amazing Red, who for some reason has having a big resurgence and everyone talks about how he was such an inspiration to them. Um, and I shouldn't say some reason. Uh, I I just had an old man moment because uh, in my head I'm like, oh, who's why is it Amazing Red an inspiration? But I'm like, oh, for these young kids that are like 20 right now, like, right. <laughs> or, or well, I guess not 20 because they would have just been born when he was wrestling. But you know, you know my, my point being, yeah, for, for guys that were really young when right. Amazing Red was doing his thing, like he is their Rey Mysterio probably. Right. Awesome. Um, I would say. Yeah, you know. So, because he did uh, also have, he also did have a nice little uh, resurgence uh, in the uh, beginning stages of uh, TNA. Uh, you know, when they had a six-sided ring and they had the uh, uh, X Division, you know, all that shebang. Same thing with uh, another unseen wrestler, my man, uh, Eli Skipper. Yes, Elix Skipper. Eli, no, I said Eli, hysterical. Yeah, <laughs> Eli Skipper, I <laughs> That's the Jewish version. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Eli, Eli, like, <laughs> Rarely hear anybody, you know, mention his name. And he was you know, also pi not pivotal, but he also had some light um, in the, you know, the end of WCW. Um, as a, uh, was it, Team Canada was a stable? Him, Lance yes. Dorman, um Mike uh, Awesome? Yes, yes, Team Canada. And I think Eo Skipper was also part of the uh, primetime players. I think that Who's was in that? Who's in uh, that? Um, oh, who was in that? Uh, I think Mark Jindrak, Sean O'Hare. Um, that they were the new blood. Oh, that's what it was, the new blood. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm like I'm trying to remember what their leader's name was. He was like above average something. It was uh, it was uh, Mike Sanders. Yes, there we go. Above average, Mike Sanders. Uh, yeah, uh, Jindrak and O'Hare. Yes. And I feel like someone else. I think Elix Skipper was part of that. Yeah, Skip Elix Skipper. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I was a big fan of his. Yeah, um, like he, yeah, he was almost like a he he was he was like Sheldon Benjamin, but like a smaller version of him. Yes, yes. You know, and, uh, if anyone hasn't seen it, go to YouTube right now. Like, pause the show, go to YouTube and check out. Uh, just put in like Elix Skipper jumps off the cage or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was up. climbing on it. Woo. Yeah, that's a lot. A lot of pull-ups. Yes, yes, <laughs> and uh, a lot of agility, and just uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was a uh, big moment back in that day, and something that hadn't been seen before. Early TNA uh, like was actually pretty dope. Yeah, you know, like, Impact going gets like lost in the sauce now, but like at one point, it was like real dope. It, it really was, and I don't understand why they didn't become bigger. Yeah, because uh, even 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 though Jared. Jeff Jarrett was like sort of getting his Triple H on uh, at the time with that promotion, you know, trying to be like the champion, you know, put himself in all every match. But like, for the most part, it was pretty good until, you know, Dixie Carter started doing her like all in the videos, dancing, <laughs> all, you know, and so it went downhill after yeah, that. Yeah. 
Harder. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, another one, uh, real quick before we go back to uh, RH thing, but uh, another unsung uh, TNA alumni, I would say, is um, my man from the Serengeti. Uh, oh, the Alpha Male. The Alpha Male, yeah. Uh, Monty. Uh, Monty Brown. Monty Brown. Former yeah. New England Patriots. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Um, actually, I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, Impact has a channel on YouTube TV. Okay. Um, I definitely ch- recommend checking it out sometime because they play a lot of old school NWA TNA um, okay. on there. And yes, I, I was watching uh, the other day. I-, I usually put it on in the morning when I'm working out. And, okay. Uh, they were showing some great Monty Brown stuff. And I'm like, how is this guy not like the man? <laughs> like, like, he, he should have been like, the biggest thing in wrestling. Or like how he didn't get you know scooped up by Vince and them. Like he, he still did. Has, he has size. He did get scooped up by Vince. When? Uh, the, when the original, the the not the original, but when uh WWE started up ECW again, like the whatever. How long have been being on the show? He was his. They they changed his name to uh like Marquise Corvon or something weird like that. And he had matches. Yeah. Yep. He had matches, but uh, they gave him a weird what? name. And uh, yeah, yeah, he he was like, part of ECW. Um, I feel like it was mostly jobbers, maybe some okay. Stevie Richards action. Okay, but yeah, he was part of that WWE recreation of ECW um, okay. that was on Sci-Fi Channel, and like they had the zombie and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know, like Christian at, at the time, I think. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think that was like, the first time we saw Bob Lashley. Um, yes, they had that vampire dude, um, Mordecai. Yes. Uh, I think Tommy Dream was over there. Yep. You said, yeah, you said CM Punk. Um, yep. Yeah, but I don't remember Monty Brown being over there. Like, he must have been there for like a quick, hot it, it was. two months, and then that was it. Yeah, he, he was barely there. Um, and I don't know if it was, uh, you know, this was really, this. I don't want to say this was before the internet, because obviously the internet and everything was out, but I guess I would say this is before I was like big into like reading the dirt sheets and stuff like that. Um, you know, I I feel like I was late to the party on some of that stuff. Um, but, uh, so I don't know why he didn't last there. Um, but, but yeah, he was there for a minute and like, yeah, to me, he checks all the boxes. He can talk like a lot of charisma, um, size, and ring work was good enough. Like, you know. Yeah. Got, got the job done. Yes. So Uh, is he like in the indies now or he just done with the business? Yeah, I think he's done with wrestling altogether. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. But uh yeah, yeah, that was a, a sidetrack. But yeah, ROH's um uh library. Um you think, you know, uh A, do you think he bought it for the library? Or do you think he's gonna try to run two separate promotions? That that That's, is that seems like a lot on his plate if he tried to, you know, multitask too. Yes, no, I agree with that. The uh, rumor and innuendo is that he wants to turn Ring of Honor into de- to a developmental. Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, yep. Um, and then I don't know if the idea would be because in my head I'm like, well, Elevation and Dark isn't that kind of what they are. Um, but I don't yep. know. If maybe he would brand yeah. like maybe he he'd change those to Ring of Honor shows or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, where's um, Ring of Honor based out of? Like, if they were doing, like, a, you know, develop, like, a, you know, OVW type style, what state are they? Um, they've always know. been based out of Philly. Um, okay. That's where the school was. Um, 
that's where like I had my Ring of Honor tryout was in Philly. Right. Um so yeah, yeah, they were based out of Philly. Okay. Um so I don't know. Yeah, that's another great question. Actually, the Queen was asking about that too. Um, she was saying, you know, does Tony Khan like take over the school and like have to like does he keep it where it's at? And how does all that work? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see how all of that unfolds. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting um, to see what happens. But I, I have to think at the end of the day, it was all about getting that video library. Right. Um, I know. Well, I shouldn't say I know, but I, I've read uh, that WWE had made several offers over the years um, for the video library. Um, the Ring of Honor never wanted to sell it, and uh, I wonder if they knew that's that's really the value in the product. So you gotta. It's either you buy everything or you buy nothing. Yeah, you said it sounds like uh, Vince and them were trying to lowball them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, good for Ring of Honor for holding out. Um, yeah, because it seemed like it worked out for them. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially the rumor is it was anywhere between like 20 to 60 million that they sold for. Yep. Um, and I mean, the rumor is when WCW was sold, it was only sold for 5 million. That's crazy. Uh, right? <laughs> like, so whoever, whoever did that deal, you know, on WCW's end, like, ooh, wee. Well, the, the thing is, because, uh, you know, it was owned by Turner Broadcasting. Yeah. And, uh, so when the AOL uh, Time Warner thing happened, the AOL Time Warner side, they didn't want it. So they were willing to just get rid of it. Right? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Like, like a dollar, dollar kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Well, that'd be cool. You know, hopefully, uh, that you know, Tony then will be able to set up a a streaming service of some sort then, you know, with yeah. uh, a provider that can, you know, have you know, ROH streaming. That'd be cool. That'd be, yeah, that'd be sick. Um, the rumor is that uh, they're trying to work out a deal with HBO Max. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, who, it's been rumored for a while that them and Netflix have been working to try to get some wrestling programming. It makes sense because uh, if they, they have, a, I think, the money to put it behind the inter- interface. The Peacock is terrible with the uh, network. Yes, yeah, agreed. Well, that's bad infrastructure. Somebody was telling me, or I read it somewhere, that they lose, they lost, they're losing money over it or something like that. But still, like the highest rated. Oh, is it the major reason why to get a decent amount of subscribers? Subscribers. It was one of the two uh, that I read about. I was just like, wow crazy yeah and uh, i could see it though i'm like it's funny we we've got the peacock app just to watch the wrestling there's other things on there that look interesting yep um that new fresh prince of bel-air show yep um i I gotta check that out i think I, i generally don't watch a lot of tv um but i've been seeing the previews for that and you know of course was a big fan of the original fresh prince of bel-air back in the day right and uh this one looks like a complete uh 180 uh, you know, yeah, it's like a drama. Yeah, yep. Um, you know, almost like a power, you know, something like that. But and uh, so I'm kind of, kind of curious about it. Check it out, and uh, you know, just the the few commercials. I, I think they hooked me. That's good. That's good. Um, but uh, yeah, like I said, with the like you still on the network, you still can't like skip the matches no more, right? 
No, nope. Um, That's crazy. They finally got the, uh, I, I don't know if this is the right term for it, but the picture-in-picture fast-forward yep. option. Um, so you can see at least now what you're fast-forward, because it used to be you couldn't even see. It was just the timestamp. And you had to just kind of... <laughs> Yes, at least now you can can see what what's happening as you fast forward. So that's good. Yep. But uh, but yeah, it's still it's a really bad inter- interface. It's not intuitive. Um, we were trying to watch it last night. Uh, my sister and her brother in law they were over. Uh, shout out to Agent Twenty One. Um, and uh, but yeah, they were over last night. And um, my brother in law, her husband, he wanted to see some old school wrestling. He's he's not a current wrestling fan. Right. But uh, he was big into the Attitude Era. Right. And so uh, he, he found out we had the network. And he was like, oh, my God, like, can I, can I just watch anything? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. Yeah. Um, and we're like, yeah, like, you know, they've got their whole, you know, all the pay-per-views and everything. He's like, can, can, I, can I see the Mankind Undertaker held this up? <laughs> like, Absolutely. Like, no problem. <laughs> and, uh, but but then we had to like try to find it. Um, yeah, and it was just crazy, like because it, it's not intuitive. Um, stuff's not in like a order that makes sense of any sort. Um, <laughs> and they've of course now they've changed. Uh, there's no longer a pay per view section. It's now called uh, premium events. Uh, okay. okay. So, uh, but we thankfully found that, found the match, and fast forwarded through the show um, to, to get to that match. Uh, and, and he was, oh my God, it, it was the most, it was one of the most pleasurable things for me watching <laughs> him watch that match. Because <laughs> uh, you could tell it totally just took him back to high school and like good times, <laughs> like, you know. Like, oh man. Oh man. <laughs> is it uh, pitch quality bad or is it still? rough during like live uh pay-per-views um so here's what i would say my experience has been with the uh, live pay-per-views when you first start watching it no matter whether you're watching it live live or if you like join like a little bit in yeah um it, it, it's uh i think the term is pixelated uh, yeah but it, it only takes like not even five seconds or so to to fix itself Okay. Um, and then it's clear, but but there's still a lot of issues when you're watching live. Uh, no longer pay per views, premium events, pal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, when you're watching when you're watching the, the live premium events, uh, they uh, there's a lot of issues with like being able to rewind, pause, fast forward, stuff like that. So uh, oh, yeah, yeah they they got a lot of work to do still. See, this is what HBO or Netflix could come in because they're all about like user interfacing. You know, making it as smooth flow as possible. Yes, no, for sure. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it'll be uh, interesting if Tony Khan can work out a deal with uh, the rumor is again it's HBO Max. The uh, the other rumor in regards to Netflix is that out until uh, WWE's deal either with Hulu, who has exclusive first replay rights of Raw and SmackDown. Um, so okay. Netflix either wants to get that. Or their big dream is to get Raw or SmackDown uh, exclusive to Netflix. Okay. Um, so we'll see, I guess, what happens with that over the course of the next couple of years. But uh, with HBO Max, if, yeah, if Tony yeah. Khan gets a uh, streaming deal with them, I mean, I have to assume he'll be putting on the AEW library, the Ring of Honor library. 
Um, and I mean, particularly again with that. And the, oh, this is what I was going to say earlier. With now having that Ring of Honor library, AEW now has the rights to all in. Um, because that was part of the Ring of Honor library. And I mean, that's kind of technically AEW's first show. Okay. All right. All right. Nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. Uh, speaking of shows, you had one this past week, uh, Friday, I believe, right? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, NCW, uh, Northeast Championship Wrestling. Great promotion. Uh, yes, they are. Uh, and some of the biggest stars in wrestling today uh, have come from there. Uh, really? Uh, yeah. Name some. Uh, Carmelo Hayes on NXT wow. 2.0. Yeah, the current champ. Yes, yep. Um, you know, he was with NCW for years. Uh, also, Josh Briggs on NXT 2.0. Uh, Not sure who that is. He has like a country redneck kind of gimmick. Um, I actually watched a little bit of an episode from a week or two ago. He was doing some weird thing with some guy, like, and they were like taking pictures of each other or something, like okay. for a dating website or something. I, I don't really know. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, he's NCW alumni. Um, other uh, notable NCW alumni uh, Ace Romero, formerly of Impact Wrestling. Okay. Um, okay. And then uh, trying to trying to think, there there are definitely some other other big names in there, but those are the ones that come to my mind right now that are active right now and making a splash. Um, but uh, yeah, with all that being said, NCW this past Friday night they run on a seasonal basis from March through November. Okay. Um, and so this was their first show back since their last show in November. Okay. Uh, Oh my God! Uh, packed house, standing room only. Really? Uh, yes. Um, wow. That that felt so good, uh, especially as someone I, I've been with that company for I think 15 years now, uh, maybe even a little bit more. Uh, yep. I think 2005 was when I started with NCW, uh, okay. and uh, so I remember you know going from like 20 people in the room. Uh, you know, to now packed house, standing room only. They've got a uh, gimmick where uh, you, you can purchase VIP tickets uh, in advance. It okay. guarantees you a seat in one of the first three rows. Um, and there's, you know, there's tiers. You can get a front row VIP ticket, a second row VIP ticket, or a third row VIP ticket. Okay. Um, but yeah, you're guaranteed a seat. You also get um, a free uh, food thing. Like you can either get, I think it's, either one walking taco or two slices of pizza uh, with your ticket, with the VIP okay. ticket. So that's a pretty good deal. Yep. Um, and, uh, but yeah, they, they had sold 30 VIP tickets ahead of time. Um, and then again, yeah, when it came to show night, um, standing room only, my, uh, my sister and her husband actually went to the show as well. Um, <clears throat> and they, it was interesting because they've been to uh, showcase, uh, maybe a couple months ago um, and you know at that show not a very big crowd uh, maybe like 50 people or so okay. um, and like people weren't really into it whereas with this um, my sister and her husband they got there at 7 for uh, when the doors open Okay. long line of, like you know uh, out, out, you know long line out the building and uh, my sister and husband said listening to the people there because at first because of their experience at showcase they thought they were at the wrong place 
and uh, they were like, oh, like, you know, maybe we're at the wrong place. Like, maybe there's a back entrance or something like that. Right. Started uh, to, uh, um, you know, try to get some more information. And then she listened to the people talking and realized, like, they were talking about wrestling and the wrestling show and who they were excited to see. Uh, right. And so she was saying, like, how cool of an experience for her that that was. Um, you know, again, just the, the contrast um, and things. And she's like, oh, I guess we are at the right place. And like, all these people are here for like this wrestling show. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah, um, you know, again, standing room only. They, they sold out of all the seats. Um, people standing and, and, and to the like back of the door. <laughs> like, you know, it was crazy. <laughs> um, but but awesome to you know be like yeah we've built this great thing um and the people are there for it uh people were excited to see it uh for me it was great because i got to debut a new gimmick um and so i was very excited about that and i was very excited about the reactions that i got to it because i wasn't sure how it would go over with people right but uh but it actually yeah it, it went over exceedingly well uh, How many years uh, have you wrestled for uh, NCNW? Um, I'm gonna say 17 years. Uh, there was a bit of a break from 2008 to 2011, I think. Okay. Um, but other than that, yeah, I've been with them since 2005. Wow. Um, so yeah, so it's been a long time, um, and uh, a lot of iterations of me. <laughs> Uh, you know, when I first started there, I was blonde, and, uh, jacked, uh, but, you know, and just a whole different look and style. Um, you know, in 2005, I, it's funny when I think of my moveset at that time, it was like the drop kick, body slam, some clotheslines, the final flash, which at that time was a twist of fate. Yep. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Double underhook suplex, like you know, but it was very limited moveset. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Uh, and then you know, when I think of where I'm at now, and you know, I can pretty much pull out just about anything, um, minus stuff off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah, it's kind of cool to to think about that uh, evolution. Okay. Um, and then uh, for the new gimmick, uh, which I've dubbed a rebirth um, of Osiris at NCW, uh, it's very cool to to bring that there um, for the fans to see it, and also for the people of NCW to see it, like the boys, because uh, they've most of them have never seen that side of me. Yep. Um, the the gimmick is very dark, um, and it's very hard hitting and. I don't even want to say submission based, but more uh, torture based, I guess I'll say. Yep. Uh, a lot of joint manipulation. Um, I did this thing. I, I wrestled Foxy Calvin Campbell. Um, okay. And I did this thing where I basically twisted his foot and ankle. Like, if uh, I don't know if you remember, I, I think it was Saw 6, um, where the, uh, the black guy that like had hit, like, I think he was a drunk driver or something that hit like someone's daughter. And he was in like this crank thing with like his feet and his arms and like his head and it was like yeah, yeah man. I did that with, with Foxy. <laughs> and uh, my, my sister, oh. she was asking me yesterday. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like 
how do you do that trick? And I'm like, what do you mean that trick? And she's like, the thing was what she's like, do you take his boot off? And then start <laughs> and I'm like, no, his foot's fully in the boot. Uh, you know? And then uh, she, she was upset with me that I wouldn't tell her how so she's like, if you were really doing that, like his ankle is completely shattered. <laughs> uh, Mash never tells his secrets. Exactly. Um, <laughs> how did the match go? Uh, match went really well. Um, nice. I got to display again, you know, just this new style um, of sadistic torture wrestling. <laughs> that uh, people, especially a crowd like that, they they've not seen from anybody. Um, they're not used to. So it was satisfying for me to get a lot of like, um, for lack of a better way to say it, I'm gonna say that oh sound uh, from from okay. the fans. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I do this thing where uh, I get Foxy on his back, have his leg bent so his foot is flat on the ground, his knee is bent. Yep. And then uh, I come and kick him. Um, you know, I'm not going to say as hard as I can because uh, I, you know, I'm not trying to literally shatter his femur. But uh, <laughs> I, but I, I will just say it sounded like a shotgun went off and I was not slapping my leg. Um, okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because that's, that's been a pandemic in itself in the business yes it had uh slapping their leg with so you know uh you can see it from like a mile away <laughs> yes yes yep um and so i am going to abolish that uh when, when people watch me wrestle and they see me kick they're gonna see there's no leg slapping there that that sound is you know somebody's body getting impacted greatly when did uh, that become a thing the leg slapping yeah, in the early two thousands, um, that started becoming a thing. Um, but who, who was like really frequent, you know, with it? Like that you would see, like this is well, like. Well, that's so. Here's the thing. Yeah, there were people that had been doing it for years that were masters of it. Right, so, like like to Jerry's kicks, you yeah. can never see, but they were like ring throughout the you know the the arena. Yes. Yep. To Jerry, uh, even Michaels. Uh, Michaels was a leg slapper. Um, yeah, but the super kick didn't really make no noise, though. Um, it made well. Here's the thing: he's wearing tights, and he wasn't yeah, a flagrant like flapper, so it was a it was a little bit of sound. It was an impact sound, but not right. yeah, you know. But again, that's why I'm like Michaels was a master of it. Um, and, and but what happened is, as the the early 2000s brought on an onslaught of wrestling, um, okay. because everyone that was a fan of the Attitude Era. Uh, two, two things happened. One, everyone, the Attitude Era boomed a bunch of fans who then wanted to be wrestlers. Right. Um, and and we well, brought like a boatload of backyard promotions. Yes. Yep. And that's what I was going to say. That, that came next. All the backyarders. Um, and so you then had this swelling of, I'm, I'm just going to call them wrestlers, even the backyarders. Yeah. Because uh, they ended up working legitimate shows. Right. Um, so you had the swelling of wrestlers who were untrained, um, you know, but they had watched the secrets of wrestling on ABC. Right. <laughs> and like just watched lots of tape and footage, um, you know, because this was also the beginning of like the internet. Right. Um, where you can now start watching this stuff like pretty accessibly. Right. Um, and so, you know, they, people just started being like, oh, like he's slapping his leg, you know, but now you can pause and like slow it down and figure it out. And so they started being like, oh, he's slapping his leg to do that. Right. Okay, well, I'll do that. But, right. you know, that, but they're doing it badly. 
Right. But if everybody's doing it badly, then it becomes like acceptable. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, so that's what happened, and where the leg leg slapping became a big thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because I'm like, I was a leg slapper in the uh, early Osiris days. Really? I, I was, what were you yeah. dropping? Uh, yes, with the drop kick, and uh, I did a uh, Tajiri style kick to the back of the head when the guy's like in a seated position. Okay, but those were the only two things I slapped leg on. And now, did you feel like that cheapened your move by doing that to you know, amplify the the sound effect, or that was just all in the biz? At that time, it was all in the biz, and okay. not to toot my own horn, but I did it well, yeah. so you didn't notice it. Okay, and, and it was before everybody was doing it. Okay. Um, you know, and I used to wear the uh, pleather pants. Right. Um, so that material also gave good noise. Right. Um, and that's the same thing with the beard. <laughs> that's why, you know, like. Um, so so it's, it's better to do that instead of wearing just your, your standard trunks? Yes. Okay. Because, um, yeah, that that's the point of those is that they give you that sound. And because they're loose at the bottom. Okay. Like you can kick somebody and you don't have to really like make that much connection because people will right. see the pants hitting it. Right, 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 right. So so yeah, those were you know, those were this quote unquote secrets behind that type of gear and why people that would do that style would wear that kind of gear. Right. But then what happened is again you had this big influx of backyarders. Um, and backyarders don't want to wear trunks or tights. That would be really weird. Like, but right. they were like, "Oh, I can wear these types of pants and feel like a pro wrestler." Like, you know. Um, and, and so it just it did. It just it completely changed the business um, as a whole. That that era and time period. Yes, it definitely uh, takes the veil, uh, you know, back a little bit in regards to you know, if a punch won't land, but you hit this ginormous sound effect boom happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Where now it's like pretty much like <laughs> you know, you hear reports of like you know like higher ups in the back like Vince and them or like other coaches try to neglect guys on using as much or like find them or just that a third because it was, it was becoming too much you know yes. to, to see. Well, it was. It was becoming too much. It was every, the fans could all notice it because the guys weren't doing it well. Um, yeah. And another she thing is. too, guys yep. that wear trunks or shorts. Yep. They start having bruising on their legs. <laughs> and people start thinking that, like, you know. From slapping themselves. Yeah. Yep. Well, is there, well, is there a way to do it if you wear trunks, or you pretty much outlawing if you wear trunks or doing just strictly wear long pants? Yeah, you should just be wearing long pants, like. Okay. Because, yeah, really, like, you know, if you're wearing trunks or, sh- or if you're black, you could probably get away with it. But, <laughs> but, <Terrible>. for, uh, <laughs> I mean, just the, the, the truth of the situation. But, uh-huh. you know, for the, the pale white guys that, that are doing it, you know, all of a sudden their leg is red. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. But, uh, back to the, the show, uh, on Friday, uh, NCW. So, um, you said you went up against, um, Foxy. Um, yes. so is this continuing any few that you guys have had in other promotions or is this like are you guys starting up a new program so this, in this one this is the continuance of a long 
not a feud is not the right word. Um, right. But Foxy and I at NCW, um, wow, this goes way back. Probably like so. Lando is, is is he still getting managed by uh, Ozone? Yes, he is. Wow. And uh, yes, and um, so yeah, so what happened? You know, with Foxy and I uh, initially it was me and Doc Ozone. Um, as you know, Doc Ozone was my manager, and then uh, Doc Ozone started taking a liking to Foxy. Yeah, um, and you know, started managing him. And Doc Ozone wanted Foxy and I to get along and be friends and team, but Foxy and I are very different personalities. Right. Uh, you know, I'm at the gym drinking protein shakes. Foxy's at the club drinking whiskey. Right. Um, you know, and so just very different personalities in that regards. But of course, that personality fits very well with Doc Ozone. Right. Um, so you know, over time, we we grew a mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we we started teaming together, uh, just kind of to help each other out, really, with our enemies. Right. Uh, but uh, you know, for myself, really, everything is about the NCW Heavyweight Championship. Um, and so, right before the pandemic, when I went on my strong run to to get that championship back, um, you know, I had. Did everything. I won the. Uh, did I win the Big City Rumble? Now I'm trying to think. I'm like, no, I did not win the Big City Rumble. Um, Todd Harris, who was the champion, he dressed up in disguise and won the Big City Rumble. Um, that's what happened. But uh, they then had like a tournament or something to to name the number one contender, and uh, I I won that as well as did Burn Bacala. I, I honestly don't remember how I became number one contender. <laughs> but for some reason, Burn Bacala and I were each number one contender. And so we were going to wrestle Todd Harris at WrestleFest. Um, it was going to be like that WrestleMania 10 situation. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, in that match, Todd Harris screwed me out of the belt. Um, and Vern Bacala came to console me and told me, don't worry, he'll win the belt. That of course upset me. I'm like, that, that doesn't make me feel better. You know, they say he just uh, Hulk Hogan you at WrestleMania nine, basically. Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. With Bret Hart. <laughs> exactly. Except I, I, I'm not going to stand for that. So uh, I took out Vern <laughs> right then and right there. Um, and then Foxy tried to like break it up, and I was, I realized I'm like, you know what? Like me teaming with Foxy is why I'm not on my A game. Um, so I had to take Foxy out right there <laughs> and then Doc tried to break that up and then I realized I'm like you know what like Doc with his partying and his crazy antics that's a distraction um, so I had to take him out right there, and there. <laughs> um, so I took all of them out that was the last show of that year right um, and then the next show um, that's in March of 2020 um, right. I came out to explain what happened didn't get the opportunity to really get into it because uh, the man interviewing me at Lee Green, uh, he had to make a comment about how I was the former champ, and I didn't like the tone in his voice, you know? Uh, yes, yep, you know, it was kind of like that tasty teeth thing where it's like, wait, what <laughs> you know? <laughs> and uh, so, so I, I had to check him, take him out uh, <laughs> to the point where he's now retired from commentary. You know, oh wow! Because uh, he feels it's an unsafe working environment, and uh, I, you know, beat him up pretty badly. Um, <laughs> but that's you know. But then the pandemic hit the next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All the chips falling down. 
Yes, yes. Um, so I had unexplained, unexplainedly taken out four people um, and then didn't get the chance to explain it because of the pandemic. Uh, NCW was shut down for a year. NCW started back up, but I wasn't wrestling with them. Um, I didn't wrestle with them last year. Um, okay. So again, it, it was all unexplained. And then when I did show up finally on their last show in November, I took yep. out Lumberjake, uh, <laughs> allowing the former Todd Harris, now known as Brett Ryan Gosling, uh, to win the match and okay. uh, get the championship. And everybody, you know, is like, what, what the heck? Uh, <laughs> but uh, so this show, this past Friday, I came out, explained everything, um, you know, basically like I did just here. You know, it's, for me, it's all about the NCW heavyweight title. Right. Anybody that was distracting me from that, I had to eliminate. Um, and with Lumberjake, it was nothing personal. It was just that uh, Brett Ryan Goslin, he had told me that uh, if I helped him with the belt, he would give me the first title shot. Okay. And I was like, you know what? Lumberjake's not going to give that to me. Um, so, you know what? I, I will take that. Um, unfortunately, the powers that be at NCW uh, told me it doesn't work that way. The <laughs> uh, champ just can't give me a title shot, so uh, right. there's a little bit of a, a power struggle going on with that. But okay. before I could even deal with that, Foxy and Doc, um, you know, they've they they had some issues with me. Um, I said I, I've got no issue with them, but you know, I understand why they've got an issue with me, and we can we can settle it and finish it right now. Yeah, and uh, so Foxy and I, we had that match. Um, I, I sent you the clip of the uh, finish. Brutal from that match, yes. And, uh, it was night, night time for uh, Foxy Calvin yeah. Campbell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so hopefully um, that is all done with and behind me now. Um, you know, in my head, I'm like, I, I won. I put them to sleep, uh, so hopefully uh, they, they should be moving on and doing their own thing so I can continue to move forward towards the NCW Heavyweight Championship. Okay, all right. So, um, yeah, I, I forgot to ask, did, did you, were you victorious? Because uh, the clip you showed me on the show, if it was at the end or if it was a, you know, you were just extracting revenge on them for something. Oh, I got, yes, that was the end of the match. Oh, um, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, I didn't see no ref in the ring, so I wasn't sure what was going on. Um, I feel like there's a ref in the ring that you see. Yeah, yeah, the, the little short the guy. Okay, all right. I guess I just wasn't paying attention, but all right, good for you, good for you. Um, so is that the end of you and Foxy for the time being? On to, on to the next, or what's happening? I hope so. Um, okay. You know, When's the next NCW show? Uh, the next NCW show, let's see, can you still hear me? Yep. Okay, cool. I just went into my calendar. Uh, March 25th. Okay, so in like two weeks? Yes, yep. Yeah, because today is the 6th, so yeah, so nine days from now. Um, no, more than nine days. No, uh, uh, no not nine days. Uh, 19. <laughs> 19, yeah. <laughs> but yes, yes. Um, so yeah, a couple weeks, and... Uh, that show will be in Bristol, Rhode Island. Oh, nice. Uh, yes, yep. And, commute uh, going to be too far? No, uh, not too bad of a commute for me. I think like a half hour. Okay. So I'll take it. Can uh, Foxy you know, you know, you know who you'll be facing? Uh, 
I can say it will not be against Foxy. I don't know if I can say. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. But I, I will say my my actually what I can say is uh, my intent is to show up and get my NCW Heavyweight Title back. Mm. Okay. That is that the is current champ right now. What's up? Who's the current champ? Uh, Brett Ryan Gosling, formerly okay. Todd Harris. Okay. All right. And I think if you have uh, competed against him before. Yeah, he's the guy that beat me for the NCW Heavyweight Championship. And uh, he uh, cheated and uh, won. Um, and actually, one I beat him for the NCW uh, Heavyweight Championship originally. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I wasn't sure if that was the first time you guys have walked up uh, when you lost the belt against him or any other time. Nope. Uh, I beat him for it originally. Uh, okay. In a glorious moment at WrestleFest, uh, the NCW fans flooded the ring. Uh, it was crazy. That's uh, one of the things I will, you know, to my, I will take with me to to the grave. Is it footage online? This I feel like match. there should be, but uh, I'm not too sure. But I can find out on that. I was gonna say, if not, do you have it recorded yourself that you can post it? I do not have it recorded myself. Uh, uh, unfortunately, this was after I had, because uh, I used to have a camera person yeah. uh, that, that did my stuff, but unfortunately... It wasn't the queen? She didn't uh, do it? It was, it was not the queen, no. Okay, uh, I, I subject the queen to enough. Uh, <laughs> and she has recorded a couple of my matches at, at request, but uh, yeah. for the most part, I want her to be able to enjoy herself for the night and not feel stressed yeah. out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so, um, I'm not too sure what the video footage situation for that is, but I'll see what I can find out. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, it was a very cool moment, uh, winning the match and having all the fans come in the ring. It was also a little scary because I didn't know how much weight the ring could bear. Hilarious. <laughs> you got like little <laughs> kids jumping up and down and everything and everyone's all excited to be in the ring. Um, <laughs> But it was cool. Uh, but yeah, so that was me winning the NCW Heavyweight Championship, uh, telling a great story there. Uh, but then a few months later, Todd Harris would uh, beat me for that title. Um, I would work my way to getting back to the title picture, and then he yep. uh, cheated to, to keep his title. Um, but that's all right. That's, you know, that's all in the past. And uh, he's he's the guy with the belt right now, so he's the guy that my target is on. Okay, all right. Call me uh, Killshot. I think that's the the guy, not not uh, Shane Strickland. I was about but, to say what? <laughs> yeah, not not him. But uh, I think isn't there um, one of the superheroes Killshot? Like like Will Smith played him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, yes, yep. Um, Sorry, so, did well, you say that? Sorry, I'm having trouble hearing you. Well, cuz I'm not talking to you, that's why. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, all right, cool. Uh, that should be that should be cool. So today is uh March 6th. So I believe there is a AEW pay-per-view tonight. Yes. Uh AEW Revolution. Since you are the AEW guy, um do you know what the current card is looking like? Um, let's see. The main event is going to be Hangman Adam Page, the AEW Heavyweight Champion, okay. uh, defending his title against Adam Cole, baby. Okay, so uh, 
with these two, if you uh, had to throw in your two cents, would it be a decent match between these two, or do you think you think this would be the the head, the, the the show the show stealer, or you think not so much? I think this will be the show stealer. Um, I love both of these guys as wrestlers. Okay. Um, I think as a wrestler, Hangman Adam Page is very underrated. Um, however, I don't think he should be AEW Heavyweight Champion right now. Okay. Uh, but he is so good. Uh, and it's one of those things where I think AEW management is like, he is so good. Like, we need to show everyone how good he is and make him the champion. Okay. But um, I, I think it's a mistake because right now when you've got talent like Brian Danielson and Adam Cole in there as good as Paige is those guys are better okay um, you know and as Punk starts getting his legs behind him he, Punk gets better and better each week okay because um, he just he needs the reps um, as he gets once he gets to top form he'll be better than Hangman like so it's like oh like and it's noticeably better Okay. So that's one of those things where it's like, yeah, right now Hangman's not the guy and shouldn't be the guy. Okay. Um, I think he should have his time down the line. And I think they could, the storyline they're doing with him as champion, they could do the exact same storyline just with him not having the belt. Um, They're trying to Hogan him. Um, What is the storyline? So so they're basically treating him like Hogan, where it's like, oh, a new big unstoppable threat comes. And he's the underdog and, like, comes back and wins. Okay. And I'm like, that's a great way to build him. And, again, because he's so good, like, you know, it really highlights and showcases different things about him, his toughness, his athleticism, etc. But if they did that with him not having the belt, I think it would build a a fan base where they would want to see him have the belt. Okay. But instead, now it's like, he's the champ, but it's like, but these other guys are clearly better, like... How is he the champ, you know? (laughs) Um, So I'm curious what they do tonight uh, with the Adam Cole match. Um, If I'm booking it, I would have Adam Cole cheat and win um, and give him a good title run. But that's that's me. Uh, I can also understand not wanting to do that, though, because then it's like Hangman had a short title run. But I'm like, I think that's okay. I think you can rebuild him and get him to a point where fans really want to see him as champ down the line. Okay. Okay. Um, but I would also make an argument to not have Cole win and somehow, you know, lead to Hangman Page and Brian Danielson. Uh, so you, you would do like a DQ finish then? Yeah, maybe a DQ finish. Um, and, and however, we got to get back to Page and Danielson and have Danielson win the belt. Um, I would have put it on him right away if it was me. Uh, he's coming off of headlining WrestleMania last year. And he's clearly the best wrestler on their roster. Um, the, the mainstream fans all know who he is. He's been on Total Bellas. Uh, you know, all, all the things. I'm like, you, you need to strap the rocket on him now while you can. Uh, yeah. You know, give him a good year run. like, And then that belt will mean so much. Uh, and then, heck, if you had Hangman beat him after all that, now it really means something for Hangman to be the champion. Yeah. So, yeah, nah, I definitely definitely agree. So yeah, I think they made a mistake there, but we'll see how it all plays out, you know. Um, other matches on the show tonight. Uh triple threat match for the AEW tag team championships. Yeah. Uh, the champions, Jurassic Express, 
Um, They will be taking on Red Dragon, uh, formerly Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Uh, And they will also be taking on the Young Bucks. And uh, that should be a really good match. match. Yes, yep. Triple threat tag action. Uh, Two really good teams and Jurassic Express. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I just caught that. You're hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) You don't give uh, Jurassic Express their, their props? They're not bad. Um, I think Jungle Boy on like, the line is going to be a big star. Yeah, and Lucha Soros can move. He can move for sure. Like that's why I'm like they're not bad. But like as far as isn't he one? Go, isn't he a uh, Kowalski uh, student too? Not that I know of. I think he is. Luchasaurus? I think so. I, th- I think he's homegrown from uh, Hot Neck of the Woods. Really? Hold on. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. We are going into the Google machine. <laughs> His real name is Austin Maddelson. Huh, he's actually a handsome looking guy. Hysterical. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> born in 1985. He's from. You have to give the man's whole like, life story. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He was Dude, not trained by Kowalski, he was trained by Billy Gunn. Oh, okay. My bad. He's not, he's not local? He's not from here? No, he's from Cali. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, yes. Uh, not not a Kowalski guy. Frankie Kazarian, he's a Kowalski guy. Really? Is he still yeah. wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Frankie still wrestles. Uh, not very often, but uh, every now and then he pops up on Dynamite. Okay. He uh, he was involved in a storyline with uh, the Bucks and Kenny, and then it like kind of went nowhere. It was really weird. Okay. Um, Can he still move in the ring? Oh, yeah. Frankie's great. He's like close to 50, if not 50. um, And wrestles like he's 30. Wow. So, AEW is interesting, actually. It's kind of got a fountain of youth thing going for it. Billy Gunn looks as good as ever. Yep. Um, Frankie Kazarian, like I said, like if he's not 50, he's close to it. And he moves around like he's 30. Yep. Um, Gold Dust is hitting Canadian destroyers. Uh, yep. Play. So like, I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Jericho. Yeah. Yep. Jericho's out there. Jericho's got a six pack now. You got Christian. Yeah, Christian. Even um, though he is the manager of, he's not really wrestling as much, but yeah, he's more like a manager, father figure kind of thing. Which is weird. Wasn't he just a champ like a year ago? Yes. <laughs> That's so strange. And uh, I don't know if. You know, I, I don't know what his deal. Maybe he just wanted, you know, have a good run, like yeah, or he be injured, and, and then yeah, he's like, you know, because he's got neck issues and things like that, right? So maybe he wants to, you know, only do marquee stuff if he's wrestling, and then otherwise he can just lend his name and voice. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, um. So, uh, all right. So, tag match. What else is on the card? Yeah. Um. That is a very attractive question. Well, what else is on the card? Uh, you know what? Hold on. We've got the Google machine open. So just, uh, quickly. AEW Revolution 2022. And there's no other pay-per-views for WWE until Mania, correct? Correct. Okay. All right. So on the pre-show, uh, as they're calling it, the buy-in, uh, you've got Taz's son, Hook, who uh, is super over for some reason. Um, 
take Why it off. Why is it for some reason? Well, I, I mean, it's funny. The, the kid is a kid. Um, you know, it's like 160 pounds, and they're booking him like Goldberg. Okay. And like everybody loves him. Um, I got hey, like an underdog. But he's not an underdog. Like that's the thing. Like they're, like they're booking him like Goldberg. He he, he took like a like jumping pile driver, and, yep. like from like a three hundred something pound guy. Like no sold it. Got up and suplexed the guy. Like belly to back suplex. <laughs> Maybe he just has uh you know like a Japan fighting spirit. <laughs> I mean, sort of. Yeah. I mean, they're they're booking him like Taz was booked in ECW, like the human <laughs> suplex machine. But like he's not. And Taz was short but Taz was like stocky you know this kid is short and skinny (laughs) but like he's got all of Taz's offense and like he he does the Taz mission but he calls it the red rub okay Um, so it's interesting Um, like he looks like Justin Bieber like he's got like I don't know that kind of hairstyle like he's a pretty boy I got you but uh, but yeah you know more power to him Uh, he's very good at what he does yep um, just the, for me, the look doesn't match. <laughs> like, I got you. I got you. Uh, let's see. Also on this pre-show is Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander, uh, and then here should be an interesting match actually that I'm looking forward to. Uh, I don't usually watch AEW pre-shows, okay. but uh, I will for this. House of Black, uh, Malachi Black, formerly Alistair Black, right. Um, Brody King and Buddy Matthews, formerly Buddy Murphy, right, um, taking on Death Triangle Penta Oscuro, uh, uh, taking on his uh, that's his that was his gimmick in Lucha Underground, I believe. Okay. Um, and uh, Pac, formerly uh, Neville, right, um, and then they will be teaming with Eric Redbeard, uh, formerly um, he was in the Wyatt family. I'm trying to remember what his name was. Um, oh, the tall one? Yeah, the tall bald guy. Yes. Yeah, um, him. Okay. So, oh, I didn't even know he got released from uh, Revenge of Them. Oh, he was released a long time ago. So, what? Uh, his uh, 90 days just ended? No, 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 no. He, like, when I say a long time ago, like, he was part of that, like, first batch of releases, like, two years ago. So, what's he been doing? Just doing indies? Yeah. Um, okay. You know, I, I hate to. You know, like, I, I don't say this in a mean way. Like, I'm just saying this factually. Like, no big companies were interested in him. Okay. Okay. Um, so, um, you know, good for him for getting... I don't know if this is going to be a tryout or if he... I haven't heard anything about him being signed. Um, so, but good for him for, you know, being here and doing this. Right. Um, all right. Main card. <laughs> I don't understand this match. Uh, the Andrade Hardy family office, uh, which is uh, Andrade El Idolo, uh, the fiance of Charlotte Flair, uh, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy, one half of Private Party. Uh, okay. They'll be taking on Darby Allen, Sting, and Sammy Guevara. Okay. Uh, a six man tornado match. Tornado match. What are the rules? I'm trying to remember. Don't have to tag. Okay, so everybody's all in the ring at once? Yep. So it's like a little mini battle royal of four people? Six people in this case. Six people. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, so get a little messy? Uh, yes. Yep. 
But uh, so yeah, we'll see how that match is. This next match should be a banger. Um, this is going to be my sleeper match for a match of the night. Okay. Uh, actually, I don't know if this is a sleeper when I tell you these names. Uh, John, John Boxley versus Brian Danielson. Now, why do you think this is going to be a sleeper? Well, that's why I realized as I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, like, maybe that, that's not the right term. But I'm like, I feel like everyone's, you know, thinking, uh, well, I'll get to the match that I think everyone thinks will be match of the night. I'll get to okay. that down the line. Uh, okay. And it, it very well could be. But I, so that's the only reason why I say sleeper. But I'm like, yeah, this isn't a sleeper. Like, everyone knows this is going to be a really good match. Okay. Um, next up, Jade Cargill, the TBS women's champion, um, taking on Ty Conti. Um, that should be interesting. Um, then we got Chris Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Um, that also should be interesting. I think that's going to be more of a fight than a wrestling match. More like a brawl. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, but that should be pretty cool. And we'll see uh, how does uh, Pride... Pride and Powerful, I think that's their name. Uh, Santana and Ortiz. Um, we'll see if they get involved in this match. I have to assume they will. Uh, okay. The storyline has been, you know, they're part of Jericho's group, um, the Inner Circle. Okay. But uh, but they are friends with Eddie Kingston. Like the, the storyline, and this is true, they're real life friends with Eddie Kingston. They, you know, all New York boys wrestled on the same shows and everything. Okay. Um, so the story. Where did Eddie Kingston come from? Like, what was his promotion? He was in York he uh, He's been on. Uh, I've seen him on Combat Zone. Um, he was. I think he was on MLW. Uh, he did some stuff with Impact. Um, was he ever in ROH? Yeah. Yep. He did some things with ROH. Wow. Like he was all over the place, but never like a top guy or anything. Definitely a, a journeyman. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, um, so it'll be, it should be an interesting match. Uh, then the uh, tag match that we already discussed, the three-way tag match. Right. Um, and then there's the Face of the Revolution ladder match, um, which I think the winner of that match gets uh, the title shot of their choice, if I remember that's the deal. Okay. Um, and that is going to be Keith Lee versus Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Versus Ricky Starks, versus Wardlow. Oh, here we go. Versus Christian Cage. <laughs> oh, go. We were just talking about it. So yeah, this this must be a big enough match that he's willing to do some stuff. So what type of match is this? It's basically a Money in the Bank. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I believe the deal is the winner gets a shot at whatever title they choose. So it can be tag, singles, whatever you want. Okay. Um. Up next, the women's championship. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defends her title against Thunder Rosa. Um, that should be a really good match. Uh, maybe the right term for sleeper goes there. Okay. Uh, Britt Baker has come such a long way since AEW first started. Um, you know, and Thunder Rosa is just so solid. Okay. Um, up next, I think, is the match most people are calling what they're expected to be match of the night, or at least people are most excited about. Yep. Uh, CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match. Mm. Okay, so they're taking it back to 
Piper in uh, Valentine's days. Yes, exactly. Um, and that's actually how the match came about. Uh, MJF in a promo said he was better than Piper in Portland. Ah, okay. And uh, CM Punk was like, oh, you're better than Piper in Portland? Well, then let's do what Piper was famous for. We'll have a dog collar match. Uh, now, are you a fan of those type of matches? When done right. Other than Piper and Valentine, when else, when else have we seen a collar match? Um, British Bulldog and, oh, who was his opponent? And I don't remember who his opponent was. Um, this is during that stage where he was wearing, like, jeans and, like, black boots. Okay. Okay. But uh, he had one. I don't remember it being very good, necessarily, but I do remember he had one. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think who else. TNA has had a few. Okay. Um, Are you a fan of, uh, like you said, uh, if they're done right? Uh, like, would you see? Would you not mind seeing them like on you know shows more frequently? No, they shouldn't be frequent. Like, okay. there should be a reason behind it. Okay. Um, I liked that. You know, this this match made sense. MJF's been running from Punk, you know, this whole time, and then when they do meet in the ring, like you know, MJF cheats to win. Okay. Um, whereas. I think it's cool that uh, you know. So they, there's there's that, that reasoning, and then with MJF saying he's better than Piper in Portland, it's like, oh well, it makes sense then to do this match, right? Um. So yeah, that's my, okay. my thoughts on that. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of matches on this card. How long are these uh, pay per views? Three hours. Woo. So that I mean, hey, that's better than you know WWE's like all day marathons. No, nah, but they they showing there's something now to like a good like tune some change. No, this this still long because last yeah, one I saw pay per views are still long. The the manias yes, but the like the secondary ones aren't that long, are they? They're three hours plus a pre show. What they'll go eight to eleven? Yeah, like even like the the fast lanes and the. Cyber Monday, uh, <laughs> the, like yeah, they'll go eight to eleven. Cause the NXT ones are mad short. Yes, the NXT ones are short. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, the but, WWE like the long. really, yeah, they go eight to eleven. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> but I don't yeah. think my kids just been at this time and stage of life can <laughs> watch it. <laughs> That's crazy. It's funny. Uh, I I I have to watch them live because if I don't, I'm all about like fast forwarding through things and like you know, <laughs> yeah, skipping through like back uh, backstage segments and interviews and promos and vignettes on that type of plan plan. Yeah, you know. Actually, uh, for me, I'm more likely to skip matches and watch backstage promos and videos. <laughs> okay, that's terrible. Because I'm like, oh, that's how you know what's going on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm like the bad uh, you need to know the finish. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so what time's the uh, pay-per-view start tonight? Uh, let's see. AEW Revolution live on uh, Bleacher Report. Pre-show starts at 7, main show at 8. 
So basically, it'll end at eleven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> What's your scoop? You thinking of coming through? Um. You're like no. No. Uh, <laughs> like I'm not like yeah. A that's a long show. Uh, B. Um, I still haven't really gotten to the AEW train yet, just because like I, I can't see so much wrestling in such a short amount of time. So I just stick to the one I'm used to. I understand. Uh, the time being, uh, I think eventually I'll find a a hole in AEW that I can <laughs> jump on and, and start watching. I just nothing's like sort of like gravitating me towards it. But like, all right, now I can like rock out to this yet. Yeah, no, I. I'm, I'm uh... I dig it. I completely understand that. Um, you know, even for myself, like, you know, and wrestling is pretty much all that I watch. But, uh, you know, I haven't watched AEW Rampage from this week yet. I haven't watched SmackDown from this week yet. Um, I get to Raw on occasion. Uh, I really don't get to watch NXT too much. So I, I get it. Like, too much. There, there is, you know. <laughs> It is uh, oversaturation, uh, but I mean that's great for the fans because yeah, you know, they can pick and choose. Yeah, I like her. Yes. So it, it's you know you take the good, you take the bad, you put them together, and then you have the facts of life. <laughs> facts of life. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But uh, I don't know. I might if I'm gonna use my uh, pay per view card uh, of the year, probably be for Mania. If I'm gonna watch any. You know, yeah. wrestling interview. If I'm gonna do the three hours, I, I'll do it for the granddaddy of them all. I get that. I get that. Well, maybe it's two nights this year. It is. Yeah. Yep. Saturday and Sunday. So what's so what are they doing? Like first card, like first half of the card on Saturday and second half on Sunday. Yeah, I mean it's kind of two two separate cards. I don't know. Like the uh, main event on Saturday is going to be uh, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Yep. And then the main event on Sunday will be uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Okay. Okay. And then they'll, you know, they'll mix it up in between all that with all the other matches. So if, since it's two nights, then it's not going to be three hours then, right? Yeah, each night is going to be like three, four hours. Jeez. Well, dude, WrestleMania got to the point um, where, the, the including the pre-show, it was like yeah. a seven-hour show. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the, the queen likes to make fun of me, actually, for... Uh, it was the WrestleMania that Ronda Rousey, Becca Lynch, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair headlined. Okay. Uh, by the time that match went on, it was after midnight, and I was falling asleep. Like... <laughs> yeah. Well, like, from a production point of view, isn't that, like, super expensive to run a show that long, like, duration-wise? Probably. But, I mean, they they make so much money on that show. Um, I mean, just as an example, this year it's in Dallas. Uh, the stadium fits 101,000 people. Yep. Um, so, I mean, and the tickets are so expensive. So expensive. Um, like, you know, to sit in the nosebleeds, you're paying a couple hundred bucks. Like, <laughs> And uh, so, so it's one of those things. Where, yeah, uh, well, cheaper than what uh, the last uh, Duke game of uh, Coach K is. Folks are shelling out like I think they were saying like five G's for a ticket. Really? Yeah, man. Wow. Yup. That's crazy. Granted, this is his last coaching gig at Duke, but like, 
Really get paid that much? I, well, you know what's funny? I'm like, I feel like, especially with college sports, like, they're like people that are like uh, fanatics, like, about it. Yeah. You know, especially those like schools like Duke, North Carolina, uh, Michigan, um, those types of schools, especially, I feel like. Still, that's crazy amount, especially with the way gas is going up, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. But, uh, hey, teach his own, but. If I don't pay five grand on like a sport event, like, it's gonna have to be like seventh game NBA final. Michael Jordan comes out of retirement, like <laughs> for the Bulls, and like against like LeBron. At, you know, then I'm like my seat has to be made out of like twenty four karat gold. Like it gotta be like a whole shebang. To, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, I definitely feel you on that. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, all right, cool. Well, um, trying to think, uh, anything else in uh, the world of wrestling? Oh, um, I after we went off the air last week, I had said I would bring this up this week. Um, AEW has re signed Brian Cage, or uh, not re signed him, I guess I'll say they uh, they used his one year extension option. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, is he doing anything like? No. Was he doing anything with the promotion? Like, feud him any notable feuds? No. He's been off TV for months. And okay. uh, his wife has been complaining on Twitter about it. Okay. And so everybody just assumed, oh, like, when his contract comes up, like, he'll be, you know, quietly let go. Right. But uh, AEW, they they had an option on his contract to extend it for a year. And they, they chose that option to extend it. Okay. So uh, I'm curious what comes of that. Okay. We'll see. I was gonna say, didn't what's his name Wardlow like Loki like jacket style? Yes, uh, but he's <laughs> not not nearly as athletic. Okay. That's the only where did thing. he come from? I have no idea actually. <laughs> Wardlow's like a completely new guy to me. I'd never heard of him until AEW, and uh, when uh, they first started doing vignettes for him, I thought he was Killer Cross. Oh, <laughs> and uh, I was so excited, and I was like, "Oh wow!" Like I'm a big Killer Cross fan, so I was so excited to see him in AEW. But then it turned yeah. out it was Wardlow, um, and then he turned out to be MJF's butler or bodyguard or whatever. Um, okay, which is really weird because the original vignettes they were playing for him, like yep. he was like this like crazy like badass dude just like beating people up in the streets. Yep. <laughs> and it's like, so why would he be MJF's bodyguard? <laughs> <laughs> can he move though? Like in the like, can he get busy? Uh, he's not bad. He's not bad. You can tell he's green, okay. um, but he's real strong. And uh, right now he does this uh, gimmick called the uh, I think it's called the Powerbomb Symphony. Oh, okay. Uh, I like the, the, the ring of that. Yes. Yep. And the crowd is big time getting behind it. Um, okay. Because it is a, uh, you know, uh, just a bunch of power bombs. <laughs> like that's, you know, and, uh, you know, almost old school. Uh, was it Sid that used to do a bunch of them in a row? Or, okay. Or someone. There, there was someone that was doing like a bunch of power bombs in a row. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, he, he's doing like that in the crowd, you know, one more time, one more time, you know. He does it. And they're like, one more time. So he'll do another <laughs> one. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, oh, good for Brian Cage. 
Hopefully yeah. he can, you know, uh, you know, get some, some notable, you know, programs. Hopefully, you know, hopefully AEW isn't pulling a WWE and uh, we, just yeah. signing him to, you know, hold on to him like, be, like a toy. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. I'll see them hopefully not making those same mistakes that, you know, other promotions have done. Yeah, hopefully not. Like, I'd like to think they've got, you know, uh, he's such a good talent, so how could you not have a good plan for him? But it's crazy right. that he hasn't been on TV for months. Yeah, oh, was he ever injured? No, because he's been doing indies. Oh, okay. So they can do indies while working for Tony and them? Yes. Um, most of the talent at AEW does indies, um, including like John Moxley, who's the GCW heavyweight champion, I think. But doesn't like, okay, but it's not similar like how uh, he was jumping into Impact, getting like, not, uh, not him. Who's the one that went to Impact that got the belt? Uh, Omega. Omega. Yeah. yeah, but they have like a a, a deal with, you know, that had more I take it without yeah. Impact. Yeah, that was a whole different thing. And that's why Kenny yeah, Omega yeah. had the Impact belt on AEW TV. Right. Whereas, like, they don't talk about John Moxley being the GCW Heavyweight Champion at all. Like, that, that doesn't even exist. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, uh, I was trying to think of anything else, but I can't think of uh, anything else right now. Um, so, I guess uh, next week we can discuss uh, the recap of um, tonight's pay-per-view. Yes, definitely. Um, as well as, are you wrestling anytime this upcoming week? No, next week will be a uh, rare weekend off. Okay. Uh, the Queen and I, were going into New York um, and we're going to check out a Broadway play and eat some food. Yep. So, uh, and I think, uh, I'm hoping the, the rumor is New York is going to be lifting their uh, indoor mask policy. Um, and I'm hoping so because I'm like, oh, it's bad enough I have to sit through a Broadway play, but then to also have to wear a mask for two hours. Uh, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Um, all right, then. Well, if you want to take us out on this uh, nice sunny Sunday. Yes, it is a nice sunny Sunday. Actually, over here, it's overcast. As I oh, look okay. out the window, but uh, but that's cool that it's sunny over there. Yeah, man. And uh, for all of our listeners out there, literally all over the world, uh, <laughs> you know, you were showing me those analytics, and that, that's wild. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but yeah, all of our listeners, literally all over the world. I hope wherever you are, it is a uh, sunny day. Um, oh, uh, real quick, what's your yeah. what's your model on your jug? Uh, we don't have one today. Uh, oh, you slipping. I'm such a mess today. It was uh, Friday night, had the show. Uh, we didn't get home till like one something in the morning, I feel like. Oh, okay. Because uh, we had to take Doc home after the show. Okay. And, uh, okay. So that was like a half hour in the other direction. So now, and, and then, you know, heading back and everything else. So it was a late night. Okay. And then, uh, yesterday was my uh, sister and her husband over, and we had a late night uh, watching the UFC pay per view. Right. Um, so this morning I did not drink my lemon apple cider vinegar uh, concoction uh, okay. that I drink every morning, um, and I did not uh, put together my water bottle. Um, um, okay. Because yeah, I was tired uh, <laughs> after two late nights in a row, but I did still work out. Um, 
So there is at least that I, I got got to work out in. Um, so whatever happens for the rest of the day, yep, I'll probably be a mess through work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. On Sundays, um, I'm usually uh, working what 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 we call web and chat. Okay. Um, so that means people that go to our website and you know they they use the chat option to talk to somebody that that's me that they'll be talking to. Uh, <laughs> And so as long as I can type coherently, um, people don't need to know how much of a mess I am. Uh, and the beauty of working from home, like I don't have to shower or, or anything. Uh, so I can sit there, sip hot cocoa, and uh, type away. Okay, okay. But, uh, but yes, yeah, so with all of that being said... <laughs> <laughs> There, there was no water bottle this morning, um, but if there was one, um, I, I think the message would be positive vibes and peace, um, because I think that's what the world needs right now. Um, you know, all the uh, stuff going on in the news. Um, I think positive vibes and peace is uh, what we need. Uh, to quote my main man, uh, Rodney King. Uh, can we? Uh, can we? Uh, can, can we just all get along? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so bad. But but true, you know. Yeah, um, yeah definitely, you know, definitely. You know, I think there, if there was ever a time for uh, that message, uh, it, it is now. Um, can't we all just get along? Um, but yeah, with that being said, <laughs> as we say every week, y'all can be anywhere in the world right now, and you are anywhere in the world right now, which is so crazy. Uh, you know, shout out to just everybody listening everywhere that you are. Uh, you know, <laughs> you can be anywhere in the world, you are anywhere in the world, and you are listening to us, and that is awesome. We appreciate it. We love you guys. Hope uh, everyone has a awesome, beautiful rest of their day, week, month, and even your year. Uh, <laughs> and every week, we'll be there for you, because you're there for us, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, one, two, three. <laughs>